This morning on the third hour of today, guilt tip. If you're feeling pressure to pony up a few extra bucks at restaurants, coffee shops, even the airport, you're not alone. I was recently asked by a computer for a tip. How much experts say you should be giving and when it's okay to skip the tip. Plus, Padma Lakshmi, live in Studio 1A to talk 20 seasons of Top Chef and give us a taste of her new hit show. Then we're mixing it up with the queen of Latin pop, Talia, live to talk and share her special new mixtape. And we're going to make a Roker house call. We've been missing our buddy Al, so we're going to check in to find out how he's doing today, Monday, May 15th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. And a good morning. Welcome to this third hour of today. Craig Melvin, Chanel Jones, Dylan Dreyer, all reporting for duty this week. I <laughs> uh, hope morning. you had a great week. How was your Mother's Day? It was nice. I think yeah. we all we kind of had a similar Mother's Day. So Kine had a soccer game in the morning. Um, and then after the game, we went to brunch. Oh, so it was awesome. like really nice. Claire, oh, I oh, forgot about that video. Breakfast. Claire made me, she got up before everybody else and made me breakfast. Oh. She had two pieces of bacon, two pieces Wait, of toast, a croissant, that? and a protein bar. Wow. Uh, is that, that what you usually have for breakfast? No, I don't know. Was what? this homemade jewelry? She and made artwork? me homemade jewelry. I know. It was very, very oh, sweet. And then we went to brunch. No, that's, it why, was, that's why Claire is your favorite. <laughs> oh, stop it. She's not my favorite. I don't have any favorites. No, you know what's funny is my little guy goes, Mommy, you keep crying. Oh. <laughs> I was like, they're happy tears. Okay. Is that where you are oh, in motherhood now? Yeah, just cr- so you know sweet. why? Because I recognize that homemade necklaces and homemade cards, that's a season. Yes. Mm-hmm, that and is. I know that it goes by quickly. So That's true. Yeah, I was yeah. in the moment this week. How about you? How was mom's well, I'm day? in the heart of that season right now. <laughs> I had some nice scribbles on a, on a piece of paper. Um, no, you know what was great? In the morning, um, Brian brought up a cup of coffee. He said, go sit outside. There were some flowers, coffee. And he said, just take a moment. Aww. And then all the kids found me. Of course. And and they and all come running out, and Bosco is there. So, I mean, it, I felt like there were extra hours in the day yesterday because I got so much done. I had, like, the perfect amount of alone time, but yeah. then we played Battleship, and we had the, there's my... Oh! Like, isn't that great? Russ's like, got three, great handwriting. The three different levels. <laughs> um, the three different ages of, yeah, um, of that really artwork sweet. there. But, yeah, no, it was just, like, it was the perfect amount of everything. It was probably, hands down, my best Mother's Day. Oh, I just I loved every moment of it. Wow. How about you guys? Um, we, yeah, Lindsay's Claims that she had a great Mother's Day. Um, <laughs> Look at that. These are some pictures that. These are, Is she trying to get away from your kisses? <laughs> always, always. Um, these are pictures that she puts. We went to oh, dinner at one so of our sweet. favorite places last night because she had to travel Saturday night for a charity event, so she didn't get back until uh, yesterday afternoon. And she wanted to to play family tennis. Oh, that's so fun. we went and all played. How'd that go? We uh, let her beat me. Oh, because please. it was Mother's Day. I don't believe that at all. No, are you I did. I let her beat me. Please. So. <laughs> I love that. Well, hopefully you all had a, a happy Mother's Day weekend or just a relaxing weekend as well. Yes. The, weather, the weather was beautiful was here on the East Coast. Perfect weather, too. Yeah. All right. Well, we wanted to start off the week with a little sunshine. So many of you have been asking about our beloved Mr. Al Roker. So instead of us telling you, oh, he's fine, he's fine, we wanted you to hear from the bionic man himself. Yes. <laughs> Al is joining us live. Good morning. Good morning, Al. Hey, guys. I can't believe you said you let her. You 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 go ahead and let her win. Exactly. She beat him that. fair and square. Well, well, I'm probably, being honest. You want me to lie probably, on TV? She probably won. You know what? Speaking of Mother's Day, you know who sent out the earliest round of Happy Mother's Day wishes? Al Roker. Of course, oh, gosh, the best. Al, how are you doing? Well, I, didn't any, I didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> you know? You're just sitting there. How and, are you and, doing? Oh, by, by the way, yes, Clara's artwork. 
Wow. I know, right? That was impressive. Oh, that was. Yeah, the boys signed I mean, it, though. She's, she's a budding cartoonist. <laughs> yeah, she likes credit for it. it. She, she learned it from Good you, for Al. Her. So, wait, seriously, how are you feeling? And what's that around your neck? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. It's a, uh, I've fallen uh, and it's I can't get pump. up. Oh. Yeah, it's a, well, it's close. It's a pump <laughs> that keeps the incision uh, closed up by a negative pressure. The only problem with it is that you forget it's there, and it makes... Random oh. farting noises. Oh, you know, so you're, what? You're, Does it? you're sitting around the table else? and all of a sudden you'll hear, no, it's, it's this, <laughs> you know, I mean, because it's got a little, uh, a, a pepper. It scares pepper. You know, she's, <laughs> usually, usually we blame the dog. The dog is blaming me. We've gone off the rails. Hey, hey, Al, you know, you've done this, you've done this a time or two. You've, you know, been in and out of the hospital many times over the years. Um, so how does this compare to other surgeries? Are you just, do you have your routine now? Are you on the mend? Are you doing your exercises? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's, I think the human brain, I think, especially for women, uh, when it comes to childbirth, your brain shuts off a certain <laughs> point at a certain point. So you don't remember because you'd never do it again. Mm. Uh, the last knee replacement was 10 years ago. So mm. I don't really remember it. And this one's a little different because it's a replacement of a replacement. Mm. So, uh, you know, you just kind of one day at a time and you do your physical therapy and just keep moving. And you again, thankful for all the uh, thoughts and prayers and well wishes. Uh, so, you know, it all, uh, Nick got home from college, uh, Saturday. And so he, uh, he was oh, accolading. Yeah. So he was, uh, quite happy. Uh, first year. I love We that. miss you, brother. Um, well, miss you guys too. Are you, are you going to come back soon or what's the, <laughs> not, I mean, no pressure, but. Well, when somebody says no pressure, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be there, you might as well be here. You know, in fact, in, it's almost the same amount of pressure as I'm sure that uh, this tipping story has been for you. Ooh, Look at that transition. Look at you. Look at you. Look you got those T-Rex. You got those T-Rex hands. You can't quite get in your pockets. I should have seen more that coming. Be able to work that I should have seen that coming. Come back soon, Mr. Well, we you're you, welcome. Al. You're better. We love you. Go. Don't get on Deborah's nerves too much. Are we singing you're welcome? Yeah, yeah he you're, was. you're chilling. He yeah. He I'm usually so walks around here. Yeah, I think that. he's probably high on the drugs, too. Better living through chemicals. See, I do it. I do it. Thanks, Al. <laughs> All right, as Al tried to make that transition for yeah. us, um, we are talking about a story that has some strong opinions when it, it comes to tipping. You know, we've all been there. You know, that touch screen turns around asking you if you want to leave a tip. Well, now, now those questions are being posed in some really unexpected places. And a lot of folks, as Chanel would say, a lot of folks talking about this. Well, because after you feel bad, you get up to the counter. Let's bring in MBC's Emily Akeda. You go up to the counter, and let's say you're ordering a, uh, I don't know, a smoothie or yeah. something yeah. like that. And as soon as you order it, if you're not staying or anything, and then it'll say tip, and you're looking right at the person. Right. Yes. You, are you supposed to? And then it's 15, 20, 25. Yes. And then what about those cases where there is no person? Right. And it's yeah. just the machine. And you're like, wait, That's who am I tipping so. here? Yeah, this is definitely a talker. Has there, a lot of there's people a term? talking. There, yes, there is a term. Have you guys heard of something called the tip creep? That that no. is when tipping is creeping into other places, including when you're at the self-checkout kiosk and you can get asked if you want to leave a tip. That is where some people say they're drawing the line. Hmm. This morning, a growing number of shoppers are reaching their tipping point. Why am I tipping 
for a mobile pickup order. Some companies have been implementing a tipping option at self-checkout lines, even when the customer has minimal to no interaction with an employee. Have you noticed more prompts to tip? Absolutely. I see it everywhere. It has gotten a little crazy. I was recently asked by a computer for a tip where there were no people involved in the transaction. Are you wondering where's the money going to? I I'm still wondering. And so are some experts. What happens when you give a tip and there is no customer-facing employee? What's the legal status of that tip? I have no idea. The new trend comes as customers are feeling bombarded by tipflation, being asked to tip more frequently at higher rates on less traditional services. Some say they feel guilted into adding a few extra dollars at their local cafe or shop when a touchscreen tablet with preset tips is offered up. According to a Forbes 2023 digital tipping culture survey, 95% say they leave a tip at least sometimes, 76% say they tip always or often, and one in three people feel pressured to leave a tip. Here, they'll be already set to 20, 25, or even higher than that. So those definitely sort of guilt you into tipping more. With self-service tipping popping up everywhere from sports arenas to frozen yogurt shops and even airports where prices are already inflated, more customers are venting on social media. The airport in New Jersey just asked me to tip at self-checkout. Tip myself? Why did all the work? Who am I tipping? OTG, a self-service provider at airports, says all tips collected are split evenly among the staff who have worked that shift. Industry experts have some tips on tipping. Calculate your tip off the pre-tax total. You can always enter a custom amount you find appropriate. And most importantly, don't be afraid to say no. No guilt trip necessary. Hmm. So at the end of the day, industry experts say customers are the ones who will define the tipping rules. I think the other thing to remember is that when you're given the option to give a tip, it's just that. It's the option. Right. So you, you can always yeah, say no. Yeah, but you know no. you're being judged if you say no. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of that guilt. <laughs> I usually that. do. So yeah, I will yeah. always, if there are people involved, like if like, and especially when they're nice and they have to make something. Right, it or, is customer yes. Right, but I think the where it's people are talking about it, it's when you don't run into anybody. Right. right. So yeah. you're like by yourself at a kiosk. Like but who, then is there somebody back there maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Well, someone has made the food. Somebody's I made it. Right. So. What gets me, though, especially here in New York City, sometimes you'll have uh, the service fee, and then you'll have, like, the gratuities already fee. included. Yeah. And then it's, like, under that, it's, like, additional tip. It's yeah, and service fee can mean different things depending on what you're ordering right. or what company yeah. you're working with. So there's a lot of confusion around this. But if you can afford to tip, you yes. should be tipped. It's always good to give. Yes. And recognize good work when it's there. There you I'm go. not given totally. to a robot. <laughs> yeah, give it to a robot. Somebody That's the line. Well, that person's Somebody already been built the robot. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Emily. Coming up, our series Q and A today. We're going to answer your money questions. You've sent in a lot, so we're going to answer some of them. From how to figure out your net worth to some saving strategies as well. And then later, look who's here. Padma Lakshmi's here. Live. We're going to talk some Top Chef. We're going to uh, hear about her tip. Or excuse me, her trip uh, to, to <laughs> taste on the, yeah, on the trip to taste the nation. Uh, third it. hour today, right back after this. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally 
not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen up, true crime fans. It's a big murder trial underway. This Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around I the mean, country. It is the twists, the turns, the With craziness. the best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts, and Dateline producers on the ground. Murder. Break it down for us. Just You'll as get as fresh as insights and behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. That is bizarre. Stay in the, the know and up yes, to date. So tell us what he said. It Follow Dateline True Crime Weekly to get new episodes starting Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. We love this segment here at the third hour. It's time now for QA today. This is where we answer your questions on all sorts of important topics. And this morning, we're going to talk money. Budgets, saving, investing, it can all be mm-hmm. quite overwhelming and stressful. So we brought in the experts, CNBC senior personal finance correspondent, Sharon Epperson. Uh, she is going to arm us with some helpful information. So let's get to it. Good morning. Yes, Are you good ready? morning. I'm ready. I'm Questions ready. from all over America. <laughs> We're going to start with Joy from California. Creating a budget sounds intimidating as someone who's never done it before. Do you have any tips for where to begin and determining what your budget should be? All right. Okay. Let's yeah, you, well, Sharon. it's important to know where you stand financially first. And so it's really important for Joy to add up everything that she owns mm-hmm. and then subtract from that what she owes. Mm-hmm. So all of your assets, everything in terms of your cash savings, retirement accounts, any your home, anything that you own, and then subtract from that all of the debts that you have so you know your net worth. That's the first thing that you need to do. But the thing I love about budgeting is to have at least a goal of where to put your money, even if you don't get there every month. And so something called the 60% solution has worked really well for me. And that is where you put 60% of your gross income to committed expenses, whether that is your mortgage or your rent, your utilities, credit card bills that you have to pay, whatever you have to pay every month. The other 30% goes to savings, 20% to long-term savings. So that would be your retirement accounts or any type of money you don't need for the next 10 years or so. And then 10% to short-term savings. Mm-hmm. That's your emergency fund. The best part is yeah. the 10% for the yeah. fun money. Fun for the fun money. Anything you want to do. Okay. I love that. That's a, yeah. that's a great... Obviously, this will be on the website. I've never seen that before. Yeah. I, I, I found it very helpful. And, and living in New York City, it's not always it's easy to get all those numbers right, but yeah. it gives you somewhere to go. And then you use an app or do a spreadsheet or something, go to Mint, Good Budget, and then see track your expenses so that you know whether or not you're make, making those making buckets or not. Yeah. Sharon, so we can have fun money. So I like that. Let's get to <laughs> Dave from Texas who's planning for retirement. I'm in my mid-50s, and I don't feel like I have enough money saved up for retirement. How do I calculate how much money I'm going to need and how long of a retirement should I plan for? Mm. That's an excellent question. That's an excellent question. And and how long you should plan for is key because a lot of people don't think about their longevity, their life expectancy. That's hard to figure out. But one of the things that you want to think about is when you can get the most money in your retirement, and that's from Social Security. When is your full retirement age? So if you're in your mid-50s, it's probably about 67 Mm -hmm. in order for you to get your full retirement benefits. You can get them as early as 62, but they'll be reduced by 30%. If you wait until 70, which is the latest age you can take it, then you'll get an extra 8% a year. So you want to make sure that you think about maybe being 
turning 70. And then also think about the lifestyle that you want to have in retirement. Do you want to live in the same area? Or are you going to downsize, move to somewhere where the cost of living is less? That's really, really important. And it's also really important to do a budget again, do a retirement budget, figure out with health care, with the cost of living there, with long-term care, all of the expenses that you might have, what is your income going to be and will it cover it from retirement savings, Social Security, pension if you're lucky, ret- rental income if you have property. Um, if it doesn't work out, yeah. you may need to get a part-time job and also start now boosting your retirement contributions as much as you can. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to Emily from Wisconsin. She wants to know about investing. Look at this. I have decent savings and I know I could be making money off of it, but I'm scared of the stock market. Any advice for a beginner? Hmm. Yeah. A lot of people are scared right now about the stock market, but she said she has decent savings. Those are words I like to hear. I'm just hoping that she has her priorities straight in terms of where that savings is going. Do you have the emergency fund, three to six months worth of living expenses, maybe more, depending on your situation? Do you have high interest debt, credit card debt at 20%? You're not making that in the stock market. Mm -hmm. So you want to pay that off. And then you also want to maximize those retirement plan contributions at work, at least enough to get a matching contribution if your employer offers that in the 401k. That is so very important. And and it's really important to think about where you're going to put those first investment dollars, whether it's a retirement account like your 401k or an IRA. And a lot of people begin with something where they can look at the broad stock market with the S&P 500. An S&P 500 fund might be a great way to start out, whether it's a mutual fund, exchange traded fund that could be within the 401k or IRA. Or if you want to start investing on your own because you've already invested for the retirement accounts, you can open a brokerage account. Really quick. I know we're, we're out of time. CDs. CDs are really important right now because people are looking at that interest rate of possibly 5%. What people need to know, though, are these certificates of deposit have a term, either three months all the way up to five years, depending on the term. Your money is tied up during that period of time. So the difference between, say, 5% on a 10-month CD versus 4% on a high-yield savings account where you can get your money out at any time, you may want to look at an online bank at a high-yield savings account. We always learn so much when Sharon's yeah. so like, you, you learn a lot, but you also feel like, God, I've got a lot of homework. I have a lot to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like we need you in our lives because I don't know any of that. Today. Thank you, well, Thank you, Sharon. Sure. Uh, by the way, be sure to shout, uh, sign up for Sharon's Money 101 newsletter. It's a really fantastic tool. It's a free weekly series to get more tips on budget, saving, investing, all of it there in that newsletter. All so right. Great. All right. Come back tomorrow because we have another expert here to answer your real estate questions. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Coming up, she's here. Top Chef host Pavan Lakshmi is here live to share the recipe for the show's success and tell us about her other show. It's called Taste the Nation. And then later, prevent that pain in the neck with the Start Today workout to help stop injuries before they even happen. We'll be right back. I'll have what she's having. Yes. This morning, we are catching up with a multi-talented Padma Lakshmi. She's an actress. She's a writer. She's a model. Oh, and by the way, uh, she hosts that wildly popular show, Top Chef. Uh Uh-huh. The wildly successful food competition show is now in season 20 on Bravo. Padma is also the creator and executive producer of the show Taste the Nation. She travels the country sampling the rich and diverse food cultures of various immigrant groups. And Padma is here this morning to talk about it. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning you guys. Back. Thanks for having me on. Of it's so nice to have you here. So let's talk about Taste the Nation. I think it's such a wonderful concept because we have so many incredible immigrants in this country who can offer so much of their culture. So what have you found traveling the country? I learn so much every day 
on Taste the Nation. I usually embed myself for a week in different communities across mm-hmm. the country, and we learn about their culture and their food. But each episode also looks at a different aspect of the whole issue of immigration, which mm. to me is so integral and vital, not only to the foundation of our modern republic, but to mm-hmm. its evolution as a superpower. Yes. I really believe that that's why America is so dominant, not only militarily and economically, but also pop culture-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've learned so much just going to Puerto Rico and visiting, you know, Cambodians in Lowell, Massachusetts. And uh, we talk about blackness in America, mm-hmm. not being a monolith and go to Houston to talk to Nigerian Americans mm-hmm. there. And so it's just my way of saying, hey, let's get to know our neighbors. Mm-hmm. I really designed the show not necessarily for people who think like me, but maybe who think differently Absolutely. about these issues right. than I do. Mm-hmm. Like the Lowell, Massachusetts episode, you know, Lowell was a town that really fell on hard times, like a lot of factory towns mm-hmm. in New England. And the property values were down and they, you know, storefronts were closing. Cambodian immigrants and mm. refugees came in with literally the shirts on their back. And within a generation, they've revitalized the communities. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, got rid of the drug problem and mm-hmm. or minimized and deeply minimized the gang problem as well. And they cleaned up the river. When was the last time you fished mm-hmm. in oh, an that, American river? That's true. Right. Well, it's, no, that's good. Know. It also is a window into what our neighbors are doing in a way that approaches it very peacefully and you can mm-hmm. learn from each other. I love that. Let's talk about on that note, this season of Top Chef, the 20th season, but world all-stars. Yes. How fantastic is that? You're the best of the best competing against each other, right? Yeah. I mean, we got to film the a season in London, and then we went to the uh, went to Paris for the finale, and that was really wonderful. Mm. And I think having finalists and winners from all the different mm-hmm. franchises so of the show around the world really uh, made it more international, made it more diverse in a way that it hasn't ever been. And so I think it's good for the show, and it's also good for the competition. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you've been in television for a while now. You know how competitive it is. And that space, especially Mm -hmm. that genre of television, very competitive and it's very crowded as well. What do you think it is about Top Chef that that has made it so successful for so long? Mm. I think my producers do a lot of hard work behind the scenes that you don't really get to know about. I also think the stars of our show are the contestants, Uh, as well as the cities we go to. Like, we change cities every season, and I think that invigorates mm -hmm. the show. It allows us to show you how regional American food is. Mm -hmm. I would never be able to do Taste the Nation if I hadn't had the experience of going to all these Mm -hmm. cities and living there for six weeks, Mm -hmm. like Houston, where I went back to do the Nigerians Mm -hmm. for Taste the Nation. You know, like Charleston, where in season one of Taste the Nation, I went back after being there with Top Chef to look at the Gullah Geechee yes. people of Charleston with BJ Dennis and all these things. So for me, it's a pleasure to be able to travel the country mm-hmm. and the world with my fork. I've been very yeah. lucky to do that. I started doing it when I was modeling, and I would have never as a young person had the resources to travel to all the far corners of the world um, if I wasn't modeling. And that, of course, allowed me to taste the world yes. and write the encyclopedia of spices and herbs, right. for example. Such a dream. Well, let's talk about modeling because I was shocked that this beautiful, beautiful picture of you on Sports <laughs> Illustrated, the swimsuit <laughs> edition, this is your debut. It is my debut. I mean, it's gorgeous. Ha- <laughs> Look at you. Seriously. You. It's happening much later in my life than I thought it would. You know, <laughs> I would have killed. Hashtag goals. Can I like, right? are you I mean, me? 
I, I've never even seen these, this oh, particular picture. Them. No. Um, I mean, I, so I was just like absorb it. I, it's it. weird to see yes. it. It was so exciting to do it. I mean, I would have killed for it in my 20s Girl. when I was a model, <laughs> but that it's happening now is all the much sweeter, yes. you know, and um, I'm glad they're being more diverse. It's great. You're, you've got this. You're traveling the world, eating yummy food, meeting amazing people. Living your best Things life, Pablo Lakshmi. Trying. I've your- told Pablo, you guys know I interviewed her mom for my mom series. Oh, you yeah. did such she, a good job. She still talks about it. She about it. is Aww. such a delight. And so it just makes sense. But she has you. Yes, thank you. Well, thank you so well. much for being here. Thank, thank you. you. And a belated Mother's Day to everyone. Too. Same to you. And Taste the Nation is streaming now on Hulu. And Top Chef airs on Thursdays at 9 p.m. on Bravo. Episodes, of course, are available to stream the next day on Peacock, the streaming service from our parent company, NBC Universal. Congratulations. I told you. Hashtag goals. That's thank you. I appreciate uh, when it. we come back, we are kicking off the week with a start today workout that could help prevent some common nagging injuries and pains. And then later, the queen of Latin pop. Talia is here. Uh, Talia, we are going to talk music, fashion, and her new project that's all about nostalgia. It's so good. You're going to love it. We'll be right back. My niece is Talia. We are back with a great start like today this on this Monday. A lot of people, I know you got that music, let's get physical. Uh, a lot of people have gone to physical therapy to rehab a nagging pain or injury. I think this is such a good concept. This morning, we're doing prehab exercises. This is to help you prevent injuries. Jeez. It's one thing to go to PT after you're hurting, but it's another to try to do, do it on not the front have to end. Do it all. It's so yes. good. So here to help us is L.A. Tom Augustine, a physical therapist and a trainer. Good morning to you. Good morning. We're so happy to have you back. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. All right, so let's dig in here. I I love okay. the concept of prehab. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So let's get into the first exercise we'll chat about. So go ahead and okay. sit, sit on the chair. Okay. So the first two are for the neck and shoulder. So we're going to do a resisted chin tuck. So okay. the band's going to go around your head. Oh. You're going to add a little bit of resistance. Okay. And then you're going right. to pull. I'll kind of show you. You'll pull your head back into a chin tuck like you're giving yourself a double chin. Hmm. And this is great to strengthen those deep neck muscles oh. that kind of take you out of this forward head position. And also unloads the base of your skull here that can cause some headaches when tight. And you know, sometimes if I sleep funky, you wake up like neck, like Yeah, nine. yeah, this is really great. Did you just say yes? That yeah, too? I've had it. Yeah. I don't know, weekend. Okay. All right, so next exercise, come on down. We're gonna kneel in front of our chair. Bitten back here, okay. This is called a prayer stretch. You said your shoulder was a little yes. injured, right? So we're gonna have our elbows on top. Oh, I know you can't see me. But. Sorry. So we're going to sink down like this. So this is great. For oh, yeah. Oh, that feels good. Really? Yeah. Upper back. You know, the upper oh, back is a really sticky area. So you really want to stretch down. Oh, wow. Wait, that's a good stretch. How come I've never done this yeah. before? Yeah, this never is a great that. one. All you need is a chair. Oh, that's oh, good. Yeah, right here? Especially for your shoulder. Okay, I think your Craig lats. is itching to try yeah. that. I know. It looks good, right? No, I was just going to get your chain off your microphone. Oh, oh, oh. All right, next thing. Okay, so now we're on the mat. Okay, so now we're moving down the body. We're going to do a back and hips. So the first one for the back, we're going to start in child's pose here. So we want to get the back moving. This is going to get good flexion in the back. And then we're just going to flow into an upward facing dog or prone press up. Okay. And this is great for getting that back moving. Oh yeah. This moves in both directions. How often should you do this? It does feel good. So these stuff like these ones, you can do every day. Okay. Often. The thing with injury prevention is that you want to do it often. Okay. So So your muscles get used to it. Okay. Now we're going to do some So let's go on to our hips. You're going to have your legs in front of you like this. Okay. Sit up nice and tall. And you're just going to let your knees oh. fall side to side. So this oh. is a 90-90 hip I can't rotation. even do that. You see? That hurt, like, there we go. Tight you there. can lean back I'm like a little bit more. Extremely tight. Yeah, so getting your hips mobile is really oh, important for your Oh, you make it look so back. easy. I'm so not mobile. 
but this one's a great one for you to do. And as you get more mobile, you can come up really tall and go side to side. Oh yeah, so great I for, need to work on that. For preventing any type of hip issue, arthritis, Which explains arthritis. why my hip has been hurting, yes, probably. This is perfect for you. Awesome, thank you. And that could lead to your lower back hurting, too. Yes, Everything, it all exactly, hurts. Exactly, exactly. What, what am I gonna do? All right, we're moving right on down. So now we're gonna do, this is for kind of knee, hip, ankle. So okay. the first thing we're gonna do, we're gonna start on top of the step. One foot on top of the step, we're gonna do three-way step down. All right. Four. So with control, you're gonna step forward. Step forward. Yep, kind of like you're going down a step, but nice and controlled to the side. To the side. And back. And do I come so back? Oh, exercise. you come back every yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. And so what you is this make good sure, for? So this is good for loading the tendons, the knee, ankle, foot. Um, good for balance, motor control. And imagine like you're using steps all the time, right, throughout your day. So you really want to get strong with kind of going down the steps. And we've got time for one more. Yeah. So the all next right. one is toe walking, heel walking. This one sounds pretty simple. All you have to do is literally walk on your toes. Walk on your toes? So this is loading oh. the Achilles, oh, yeah. the foot, the big toe, yeah. any type of plantar fascia like issue. Heels, okay? And then now do it, now do it with your knees bent. So oh, this is same thing. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. This okay. is kind of like creep on. Like, How long should you do that? Like a dinosaur. I feel yeah. like I look like, ridiculous. So you do. Laps. Or more ridiculous than usual. <laughs> now do your T-Rex arms, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's good for and my knees. Yes, exactly. I think to make it a little bit more fun. All right. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, again, it's that? like doing these before you're hurt, right? Yes. And that yes. way you don't have to get there. I can see yes. how doing this could help. things like this often is, is kind of the important That's thing. That's good. L.A. Toma Goosen, thank you, thank you. so much. Goosen, Justin, thank you for coming in this morning. Thanks for having me. Scan that QR code or head to today.com slash start today to sign up for our newsletter and join our community. All right, coming up next, global music superstar Talia is Yay. live. 1A to share her new project. That's a throwback to the days of mixtapes. We'll be right back. I love it. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console consoling. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go. You are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet. Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film The Aviators. Now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Morning, we are catching up with the queen of Latin pop. Mexican superstar Talia has been dazzling us for more than 25 years, and she recently kicked off the Billboard Latin Women in Music with a memorable performance of some of her hits. Well, now she is putting on her executive producer hat in a new three-part docu-series on Paramount Plus. It's called Talia's Mixtape, El Soundtrack de Mi Vida. Hmm, Uncovering. Say that again. I want to hear you yeah, say yeah, yeah. El Soundtrack de Mi Vida. <laughs> okay. Uncovering it's the like my English. <laughs> I'm not sure that's that's good. Cool. 
That's a good thing. Fun. It uncovers uh, the rock and espanol classics that inspired generations mm-hmm. of artists. We're so happy to I have you. I know. Thank so you for coming. to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm very excited about this project. Why Why frame everything around this, this idea of a, of a mixtape? Mm-hmm. Exactly, right? It was the summer of 2019. I was driving my car alone. No kids, no husband. I had to escape. <laughs> and I tap into those teenager songs mm. that made my heart happy. I love it. And I was like, oh my God, I want to reach out and, and, and I want to sing with my heroes. I want to mm-hmm. try to talk to them. Okay. What was behind these songs? What made them write these songs? And then I got so lucky. They said, yes, they jump into the project. This is a uh, musical docu-series okay. in Paramount Plus, streaming right now. Yeah. And it's, you know, for the whole family. To mm-hmm. me, it was very important that my kids, under- they had to understand what other generations mm-hmm. did to own their own music. Mm. It was not just like downloaded or like, right. you know, Shazam. We had no, to work hard we to had, yes. I mean, there was a lot of, we were remember, okay, that. Stop for do you remember like going like, and oh, yes. recorded, I know, and oh, yeah. praying for the DJ to don't talk. And That's ruin. what I yes. said. I'm like, Craig actually recorded commercials. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yes, you're supposed to push pause. That That's was the worst the part. So it's a whole <laughs> cultural thing. I and I that. love it because I guide you through, uh, the evolution of music from tapes, from long plays to Web3, mm-hmm. to in, in, intelligent artificial intelligence. So imagine it's like a whole trip for the whole family. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, we saw some of the, the video of you performing your medley at the Billboard show. Yes. Uh, but you were also awarded the Global Powerhouse Award. You also got to see Shakira there. I mean, what was that whole night like for you? It was such a beautiful night. You know, all the power in that room and the love in that room, the sisterhood in there, and being honored by Billboard mm. and supporting uh, a Latin women mm-hmm. in this industry, mm-hmm. singers, producers, producers, uh, executives, and get to hug my friends like Shaq yeah. or Ana Gabriel or Goyo. I mean, it was such a magical Beautiful. night, Look at that. you know, wow. and, and representation of, of every woman, every Latin woman that, you know, we, we are mothers, we are creators, we are, you know, professionals, but we keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what this night was, a that. magical night of Latin that women. dress. You're also an entrepreneur. So I walked up to her and I immediately asked her about her shoes and her jewelry and all <laughs> Look at the shoe. Look, Look at the shoe. Look at that. Look at that. My line. Look at you that have, shoe. You have fashion lines. <laughs> oh, Burlington. the yoga. The yoga and me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have fashion lines at Macy's, Burlington. And I also want to toot your, your horns. You don't have to. She spoke. Harvard Business School um, invited you to be the keynote at the 2023 Latin American Business Conference. So you really are blazing trails in that area too. But talk to us a little bit about that. That was intense. Yeah. That was intense because mm-hmm. it was not my element, mm-hmm. but it was fantastic because I get to talk about my business. What was your message mm-hmm. to them? It was like, believe in you, be authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be afraid of tap into what you're good at because mm-hmm. uh, everybody's good at something. If you're trying to copy and to mimic someone's success, that's your failure. Mm-hmm. You have to be you mm. constantly, 100%. Yes. Always. And like they loved that. And it was full circle because, you know, as, as a, a, a Latina, as a Mexican, creating a brand for 
Latin woman understanding what we like, the mm -hmm. textures, mm -hmm. the sexiness, the happiness, the family, <laughs> the mm -hmm. party, la fiesta, mm -hmm. el Cinco de Mayo forever. <laughs> so, Cinco de Mayo forever. forever. Oh, we live in that. Right. And so it was really fantastic. Thank you, you are so such much. such a light. light. I know. Thank, Thank, you. So Thank you. you. You can watch all three episodes of Talia's Mixtape streaming now on Paramount+. Plus. Great. All right, coming up next, it's a Mother's Day edition of Cooking with Callan. This time, the boys wanted to take over to serve oh, up a little yeah. breakfast in bed <laughs> when we come right song. back. <laughs> Thank you. Did they actually shoot that yesterday? now with Cooking with Cal. Now, usually, as you know, my husband, Brian, is behind the camera. Um, but for a Mother's Day surprise, Brian and Cal wanted to do something special for me. So Aww. I let the boys take over in the kitchen. Of course, they still needed a little bit of help. Uh -oh. though. Take a look. This is another edition with Cooking with Cal. What are we making today? We're making strawberry overnight oats. But why am I with you? Where's mommy? Mommy's relaxing because it's Mother's Day. What's this? This? No, it's not legitimate. Vanilla? Ew! <laughs> oh, <God>. So first we cut the strawberries. By the way, do you know who's doing the camera right now? Mommy. Mommy's doing the camera. You have to mix it first? Mash it. I need you to do it. Want me to do this? Mm. Mm. Yummy. Mm, yummy. All right. That's enough. That's enough? Mush our strawberries. And now we put some honey in. Drizzle. Put a drizzle in. And now we put yogurt. Here, you scoop a whole. Better than the vanilla. Don't taste the vanilla on its own, Cal. It's disgusting. Oh, don't do it. It's so gross. It's so bitter. I know. It's bitter. Isn't that nasty? Dump it. I feel like you should dump it. That's good. What do I know? I'm following you. That looks good. Are they supposed to dissolve or are they just staying there? Like when you eat these, are they there? They get jelly like in consistency. So. Cal, did you know that these get jelly-like in consistency? That's exactly what Mommy just said. No, I just knew that off the top of my head. No, Mommy just said that. No, I just knew that. Mommy's Mommy not just there. said that. You don't even address the camera guy. The camera guy doesn't exist. Hi, camera guy, Mommy. Dump those in. I feel like we are crushing this. We are nailing this, Cal. I want to keep going. <laughs> yeah, that seemed right. Next, we're going to do some plastic wrap, and we're gonna put it in the fridge. Hey, camera guy, come on over here, catch some of this wrapping action. It's the second location. Nice follow, Dill. Nice move, okay. Voila, look at that. Clinged and ready to set for about 45 minutes to an hour. In the overnight. Fridge. Overnight. Oh yeah, overnight oats. So. Set it, forget it, overnight oats. See you overnight. Did you make this? Yeah. This is so yummy. Can you put it? 
for these recipes and more, head to today.com slash food. Slash. Food. <laughs> slash. You're hired. Wait, I love it. So, obviously, Look, mine are almost gone. Oh, good. I'm so this glad you like it. Ollie and Cal really wanted to surprise me in bed. So, they're like, Mommy, go go in bed and we'll pretend it's the next morning. So, oh, that's cute. Oh, that's yeah, funny. no, this is it really, was really good. cute. So, it was, it was fun to have a nice little... Mother's Day. Yum. You know what I like Surprise. about this? So Joy Joy was on on Friday, Joy Bauer, and she did a version of Overnight Oats. And this tastes completely different. Mm-hmm. I love them both. So there's a change whole range. A million different you can change out yeah. the fruit. Yeah. Oh, we so go. good. Okay. I'll be right back. We're going to keep eating now. This is yummy. You know I like this. Like him. We're separating Just these for the record. Right don't like them. Uh, don't miss a special edition of Start Today on our streaming channel today all day. Because guess why? We're revisiting all why? the fun we had in Sonoma County. Thanks to Sonoma County Tourism. This morning at 10 on today.com slash all day or you can stream it on Sonoma ran eight great. miles on Saturday. She has a running coach, y'all. Look at laughing you. at me. And coming up.